Hey, Andrew. What's up, Chris? Welcome to Building Up To It. It's a podcast. It is. It's your mom's favorite. It's your mom's. It's your dad's favorite podcast. <laughs> hey, we we don't discriminate. Y'all want to favorite us? That's fine. It's a it's a shame since last you were on the show, which uh, two three weeks ago, um, there hasn't been a new bricks and beer. There hasn't. There's one brewing though. There's one. It's it's almost there. Nice. Well, they they only come out when the Lego content is there. And it's it's right about to wrap up. So yeah, uh, are you gonna do one for January? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, because uh, I'll have thirty-one unique builds to be able to go through, which is uh, kind of fun. Unique well, is probably overselling it, but there's thirty-one things that I can talk about in a row. So like, yeah. get ready, get ready. This, this episode is gonna drop on the 29th of January. So. Yep. A little bit longer, and then you're going to have a new bricks and beer. So on the on the 29th, this boy will have premiered this big tank boy. He's uh, that. He's the big one. It's the big robot. It's based on this. It's a Star Wars thing. Star Wars is kind of whack. I know Matt's like, fuck this shit. But <laughs> everybody loves giant robots, bro. You can't you can't not love giant robots. It's true. He's a beefy one. So, uh, yeah, that, that comes out today, probably, I don't know, a couple days after this broadcast. Maybe there'll be a new Bricks and Beer. We'll see. Future Andrew. If you're not watching it, you need to be watching it. I don't know yeah. how many. All I do, all, all we do on this show is recommend Bricks and Beer and Nerd Rage Radio. Uh, Remember last good time? Listening. Good listening. It's good listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's a lot. A lot's been going on. Um, first and foremost, I got Ninjago City Gardens. Look at you, gangster. I got that for the uh, the Fanbro price, which isn't Fanbro price like sarcastic and it's not a good price? This is actually a good price? Well, no. This is, If you had asked for the Fanbro price, this is what everybody dreams about when they ask for the Fanbro price. Okay. I got it for cheaper than you'll ever see it ever. You got so, the hook. You got the yeah. hook. This is the one for me. I got to start building it. It's not going to be like Apocalypseburg. What's the what's here. the what's the timeline on that? Like, so are you are you gonna are you gonna slow burn it? Are you gonna just try to fucking throw it together? Are you, is this gonna well, take? I really I really like that it. I'm gonna sound like someone who's never opened a Lego set before. I really like that they have numbered bags in there, so I can just do a bag at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I was beauty. You can you can go in and then pause and then you know go about your life. And it's a really clean pause too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're well designed sets. I imagine that that one of all of them is probably really really well designed. Um, I'm super jelly. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, you're, I, you're gonna have a lot of black crowbars from that one. I movie. I was saying that i don't think i would have bought it for full price i i want it yeah i'm glad i have it and i'm glad i didn't pay full price but i don't know that i want it 300 dollars badly that's i mean here's the thing so like i have a ridiculous amount of lego already and i'm a fan and i can build whatever i want so getting sets sort of seems like a 
it, it's a luxury, but it's it's almost like superfluous. Like, do I really need this? Because it's just gonna hang out and then end up in this wall. And like, yeah, I'll have a bunch of awesome exclusive parts and those like all things considered that set price per part wise, even if you buy it at full retail, it's not fucking terrible. You're not paying Star Wars tax on that. Like, yeah. Which is like impressive. So like if you want to make that investment in your collection, it's fucking awesome. But I just I'm not one of those dudes that ever buys like the big sets. It's been a long time since I've bought a set that's been over a hundred dollars. Like the the ones that really like will get me every once in a while, it has to be like a perfect storm of like I got I got loose money burning a hole in my pocket. I have an opportunity to get something kind of on a, a thing, and it's like, oh yeah, okay, fuck it, buy a hundred dollar Lego set. Versus like, which, which is a silly thing to think about because like, I will easily spend a hundred dollars on Lego in a variety of other formats and increments, but like, putting the, the four hundred dollars down on you know uh, a Ninjago City or a, a Barracuda Bay, which is not four hundred dollars, but you know you, what I'm talking about, like. An A full set. One of those things. Like if I wanted to have all the dumb mosaic sets, you're in for hundreds of dollars. Like that's just not gonna be me, but I'm weird. I, I get it. I get it. Um if I were to relate it to some of the model kits I buy, there's my my threshold for what I'm willing to spend has gone up significantly since I started. But there's still a line where I'm not buying things that are over a certain price because I don't think it gets that much better. I yeah. could be wrong. I, and I do have to say though, like the the budget things, like I think like the mosaic sets are whack. Like they're they're fine, they're okay. But like you're not really getting like step up on the complexity of the build like it's not like this is for adults it's more just like this is for people with a wallet whereas i feel like things like ninjago city and some of the idea sets and the the quote-unquote like expert default things it's the 18 plus black box yeah yeah it's like yeah bitch get serious like this is you know it's it i think it's similar to like relating it to the model kit thing Whereas like most sets are like a HG, it's a high grade, but then you want to make a master grade and that involves more parts and more budget and more time and like more complexity and you have to be more involved in it. It's like back in the day, the the big thing that was sort of like the line in the sand, right? It's like you had like regular Lego and you had model team and model team was like, oh, you, you want to be, you want to be an adult, be with the big boy and like make things that don't look like toys. This is, this is the route. And I kind of feel like that, that philosophy now is informed like their expert sets where it's like, there's, there's definitely a differentiation between that. So it's, I'm not saying don't buy fucking Ninjago Gardens. It's clearly an awesome set with tons of fucking great things and parts usage. Like, Debatably, I would say Ninjago City is the best at large price point set 
within the last decade. Like it's better than any of the UCS sets by far. You talking about the first Ninjago City? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know that this one beats it. It's taller. I'd say it's on par though. I mean, I haven't seen any of the like mechanics. I think they're both better than the docks because the eh, there's nothing wrong with the docks. It's just so short compared to these two. You get Ninjago City, and then you put up the short docks, and this one's taller than Ninjago City, so it makes the docks look even worse. I feel like the docks also doesn't have the amount of gimmicks. I mean, like, I'm not super intimate. I have a bunch of friends who have Ninjago City, so I've been able to fuck around with it. And, like, there's a lot of stuff with the original Ninjago City where there's play features, you know, like the crab thing or the ATM thing or the sign things where you're like, man, these are all really clever from both, like, a toyetic play pattern just like toy design from the ground up standpoint and then also oh yeah you're building this out of lego and there's engineering and build choices and part choices and you're like fuck man this is like beautiful so it's i'm not saying it's worth or not worth full retail it's just i'm again super jealous you got it for less than full retail I'm I'm happy my connection came through with this one. I don't ask a lot of them, but this is the uh, the fifth set I've gotten. Well, this you're you're like the mafioso, right? It's like not now, but someday. <laughs> this is the fifth set I've gotten in like six years from this person. I got the three Ninjago cities. I got the Apocalypse Berg, and I got the Disney Castle. Okay, okay, all of which are. Uh... Excellent choices, I suppose. I don't know about that Disney castle. That wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's in the other room. Yeah, I mean that that allows you to have this room, so it's a it's a fair trade. Yeah. So uh, aside from this, I everyone's asking me why I haven't been swooping all the clearance at Walmart, and it's just because there isn't clearance here. The, the sets that went on clearance for all you middle-of-nowhere people, uh, they were gone before clearance was initiated, so there's nothing to clear. That's why I haven't bought anything. But in the last two days, I did spend six to $700 on Lego clearance at, at two Walmarts. So maybe it's just... Maybe it's, it's a little later, and it's not nearly as good as what other people have been finding. I don't think I got 50% off on anything, but... I need to buy whatever is discounted to keep my store stocked. And my store is looking real good right now, stock-wise. And Walmarts are looking real bad right now. So yeah, It feels like the entire distribution is... Uh, there's still that ripple effect from, you know, Christmas and this ongoing pandemic and shit. Like, there's there's definitely... I, I'm, you know, I, I don't get out often because stay-at-home bitches. But... Uh, Target, you know, Target is not what it wants was. You go in there and you're like, what the fuck happened here? Like, you get four Star Wars sets and they're all like terrible. Like, I don't know. So it's, I, I get that the, the drought has other consequences. So the lack of clearance would, would make sense to me. Also, fuck Walmart, man. Stay out of Walmart. Walmart's well, so terrible so, things so there, there's a walmart between my store and my apartment if it was a target then i'd be going to target but i go to this because it's on the road between the two places and and you can do the consistency thing which i think is the the key 
to that. Yeah. Like you can just hit it when you need to, and you can hit it off hours. Yeah. So tonight I found the one Walmart. All the poly bags were a dollar each. Ooh, um, you know how they have that like that basket on the one shelf, kind of low in the Lego aisle in Walmart that has like dividers in it. And it's got three or four different types of poly bags. Yeah, they just dump that shit in there. So yeah, what do you yeah. get? Minecraft, Minecraft, obviously. No, there's no Minecraft poly bags. Um, it's a Ninjago Lloyd bag. So it's a green Lloyd in a bag with some weapons or whatever. That was a dollar. It was one of those awful McDonald's car style speed champions poly bags. If you know the one. Oh, the that blue, was, one. the blue one. I think it's like black and gray. But, oh, really? There's a blue one that's actually pretty good. I bought it and then I already sorted it and the bags in the recycling and the recycling's on the curb. So I can't. One, there's only one of that bag and it was 50 cents. And I was like, yes. Yeah. And then there's some city bags that were 275 and down from like five bucks. I was like, I can sell them for four or five bucks. It's fine. Yeah, I need okay. more stuff. So I mean, poly take... bags, who doesn't love poly bags? Everybody who comments exactly. below gets a free poly bag. Just FYI. <laughs> Leave a comment. Leave a comment and um yeah, a thumbs up. Yeah, a thumb sideways. Thumbs So I, I bought a whole bunch of clearance and it wasn't record breaking clearance, but I needed to buy it and I needed I needed to feel whole again by swooping some clearance. You, so you, I did that. You need to, to indulge that urge, the swoop urge. I was I was swooping so wild I wound up with a um, a uh, McFarlane Halo Ghost. Oh no, dude! It was oh, six no. bucks. Ah, okay, okay. But why else would I? Buy? <laughs> it's uh, so they so the new McFarlane Halo they've got like the seven inch scale and then they've got the like four inch scale. Yeah, the teeny one, the teeny one. I've right? got this. They they call it the um. They call it, what is it the world of halo scale it's like introducing the new world of halo scale it's like that, that's the shit of, that's a target or is it it's it's a target as well it's yeah, I got it at Walmart. yeah so i have the seven inch chief it's good uh but then i wasn't gonna fuck with the four inch ones at all but the the it's like the banished elite with ghosts so it's like a red ghost to me that's just the ghosts oh. from halo 2 yeah yeah. When like the brutes took over, which is you know the Halo Two best Halo, but so I've got now this like man, so funny. in scale. Pause. So a lot of people talk about video games. I have fucking no reference for this shit at all. But Halo Two, I got you, bro. I know exactly <laughs> what the fuck you're talking finally, about. Finally, <laughs> finally. Uh, so I have this red ghost. It comes with like a four inch orange elite that whatever. Okay. But I got this ghost, and I'm. I'm a vehicle guy. I'm not really a character guy. So I've got Ray's speeder and I've got the Enfys Nest swoop bike. And I'd like to get that snow speeder when it goes on clearance. Yeah. yeah. And I've got. You're going to have a first order giant fucking dumb TIE fighter as a coffee table? No, I didn't get that one because that was like the first one they released and I wasn't on board with it yet. I saw it. I saw it for like the hundred bucks or whatever. And I was like, hard pass. No, I would have got if if it had showed up at Ross, I would have bought it, but I, I never found it like that. So, oh well. But I'm gonna keep with it. I like vehicles, so I've got this uh, sixth scale warthog. 
that comes with this full-on bath toy Master Chief that you could just throw him out. But the Warthog is super great, very well okay. detailed. Oh, so you, you can have a you can have a GI Joe face off. Yeah. So <laughs> so now now I've got this ghost. It's not the same scale, but it's a really well molded ghost, and I can I can panel line it if I want. You just, and... you put him further back on the shelf. Yeah. He's in the distance. <laughs> That's actually my plan with the uh, the Ultron Gundam is that I have two I have a bunch of the one one forty four Leos so I'm gonna have the arms spread out full extension and then a Leo like grabbed in each of the two dragon claws but they're gonna be like out away enough that it kind of scales. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, my you plan. Can make it. That's, put, that's, put a little that, curve. Put a little curve on that. Yeah, that. they're gonna go backwards a little bit. That's yeah. my. That's my. I can make use of these out of scale Leos. It's sure. also anime, so like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I bought that that banished ghost, and then I, I went to two more WalMarts tonight. So it was six dollars and fifteen cents for that ghost. I was like, yeah, I gotta have to buy this. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of have a golden rule, which is like, I buy that for five dollars. It, and six nineteen is pretty much within five dollars of that that realm. I would go okay. I went to two more WalMarts tonight, and they both had a whole shelf depth of these ghosts, but none of them were on clearance. And I was like, I did I did oh, a good thing. That makes you feel better. That makes yeah. you feel better then. So, okay. I also bought one of the um, the McFarlane Batman figures. It was eight dollars and ten cents. Which one? I don't fucking know, man. Is it is it giant in armor? The only one that I'm kind of like I see them all. No, it's not the armored one. It's the one with like the the tall collar. I don't know. He's okay. cranking out figures like it's nobody's business. Yeah, no, there's so five thousand back. I can't I can't keep up with that, and I don't want to. But it was eight dollars and ten cents, and I was like, I'm gonna have to get this. They're I both. Have, I had a heated discussion about how McFarlane is a hack, and, <laughs> and that he destroyed the toy industry for like. 20 years now the toy industry has come back and he's trying to fuck it again so like, both both of these products that i bought are haven't been opened and they're priced on the shelf at my store for 12 dollars each <laughs> if if somebody comes in and goes oh, hell yeah and they buy it it's all good yeah yeah i don't need to keep either of them but i needed to take them out of walmart <laughs> i definitely so. feel like i I can't get in on the McFarland shit just because I have like all this build quality shit about like, yeah, bro, you let me down 20 years ago. I have all these rubber samurai figures. They're unposable. They're <laughs> terrible. They're I, all uh, broken. Every single one of them has broken some component of them. I have Star Wars figures. They're fucking four times the age. They're fine. They're fine. I have Lego that's fucking older than me. It's fine. Your McFarland terrible shit is all broken. I, I have I bought the Harley Quinn from like the first wave of seven inch DC McFarland stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, from everything I hear, it's it's, it. it's good. It, it sounds like it's good. It sounds like the quality is decent. It sounds like the articulation is good. They look great. McFarland's never had a problem with like good looking figures though. So. Yeah, man. Got this one, they come with a stand. I've got her posed. Fuck yeah, dude. That's very similar to your Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, I, I have some go-to's, man. The clutch over here, posing his figs like a professional. 
not ass and elbows for him. Uh, it's getting that way with um with how many I've been buying. But no, I got that Harley Quinn for for Vicky. She's got a whole bunch of uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy stuff. She's a low key DC fan, always has been, and I only recently found out. Right on, right on, good fit. Um, that's all I bought. I the 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 clearance I got was a wide variety of themes. It wasn't specialized in anything. There's Friends and Disney and Trolls and Ninjago and superheroes and Minecraft, like everything. And Jurassic and Harry Potter and yeah, <laughs> every theme. I, I was saying on a show I did last night that there's probably fifty to a hundred boxes in the Lego aisle in that Walmart, and I bought. 20 of them just just a little bit of everything yeah that makes more sense if you know how many boxes should be in the lego aisle if it was in normal times yeah these are un unprecedented times as they say so did you get anything fuck no <laughs> okay makes uh, it easy. This is a big goose egg as they would say on the, the roc um i built some shit but yeah I mean, I got that one poly bag, I think, between the last podcast and now, which <laughs> I built and then sorted and threw the bag away. So it doesn't really count. It was a Speed Champions bag. It was it was actually pretty good. It was the I don't know, man. Bar. You gotta have to defend a Speed Champions poly bag. Once you once you go, okay, okay, but now oh, we're gonna do. make them tiny. It's like you, you lost everything you had going for you, Speed I Champions. Have, I have something relevant to talk about from that bag, maybe the instructions. No, so it comes with a sticker sheet, and the sticker sheet comes in a box, which is fucking weird as shit. Is it like the, the net box? N kind of. It has a, a two-by-two two brick print icon on it. Uh, oh, it's live and uncut, folks. So it comes okay. with this, which is a bit weird. And you open this up, and it makes sense because it's a sticker sheet within a poly bag. Yeah. So you can put these stickers on, and it prevents the stickers from getting mangled. So, so how are you going to use that cardboard box in one of your builds? I, I kind of want to. Right? <laughs> I, I didn't throw it away because I was like, this is this seems kind of like a weird thing. Like a time and a place kind of a thing, you know? Um. We'll, we'll speak on it, I guess, later. But one of the things that LEGO is potentially doing with the CMF lines is putting things in boxes. The uh, you, you can educate me. Isn't there something about friends? There's some sort of blind bag element of friends that's in a box now, like this. Um, do the, does that water reactive uh, map, does that come in a box? I mean, it does, but there's there's something else to. Uh, uh, if you're waiting for me to say what it is, I'm waiting for you to say what it is. Okay, I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I just know that there's the the word on the street is that the next CMF line is going to have some sort of cardboard insert element like this, so you can't just molest the bags. Oh, okay. Tell what the figures are. Which makes sense. I guess there's a friends thing that has some sort of blind bag element to it um it's not like a poly bag but it's you know it's like those purse clutches or something there's there's something that's like some small thing 
you get some random aspect into it that oh, has um, packaging I, some I think, I, I, it's coming to me i think they had they had those cubes yes the, the plastic yeah. cubes it wasn't a cardboard box it's a plastic cube and I didn't really look that closely at it, but I'm pretty sure I overheard some customers in my store talking about how there's like a mystery pet yeah. that comes with them. Exactly. Exactly. And I just figured that like they're not looking closely at it enough to realize that it's the same pet in every one. But maybe they were were right. Maybe. I don't know. This is hot takes with Andrew. So uh this, well, this get, is what's informing our speculation about the future. Let's get right into it then. So uh, we now know more about video. You can't just say video because that's a regular word. That's, that's a word we word use all every day. This is a video right now. Get that out right on Front Street. It's dumb. Don't name your shit that. That's dumb. I was asking last night: Is that good branding or bad branding that it's your your name terrible. is the same as a very common word? This that's like naming your thing table, like. Everybody already knows that word. Everybody says it. It has a context that's not associated with your brand. Like, if you, yeah. if you want to name it Scritch Scratch or TikTok, that's not something that people say all the time. You want to name it video. Literally the goddamn format of it. Video is never going to overtake V-I-D-E-O in language. Yeah. I don't yeah. know that they plan on it doing that. But, so... We, we they got the press release. We've seen a little bit more images. Uh, I don't remember what we talked about on the episode about what we were guessing it was going to be, but it looks like it is the figure and the stage and all the random tiles and it's AR and you can make little music videos using the UMG music and and all that. The only thing we don't know so far, and we pretty much knew all that already, we don't know what the product lineup looks like yet. Yeah, or what, what the actual figs look like, which, to, to be fair, like, they're going to be Fortnite knockoffs. Like, them using the llama is clearly, uh, we get it, kitties. This is what you want. It's so wacky. You can do dances and record yourself with Jeffrey the Molester Alpaca. So uh, I, I'm guessing it's going to be the little stage, is what I'm calling it. The stage with some tiles to get you started and the Alpaca dude. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's your quote-unquote starter set. I'm guessing there's going to be a bunch of booster tile packs, just like Dots, just like Nexonites had, where... and I just realized this is all going to be stupid after everybody knows what it is and it's come and gone and yeah, whatever. Some of my friends are we're, buying. We're it, so it's about, about nonsense. What um what Andrew was saying to me earlier that got the the gears moving was, uh, we've both seen that there are other figures that they have shown, and yeah, we hope they're real because like they're gingerbread man looking gingerbread mermaid, and then there's like some some like cyberpunk robot looking guy. It's kind of cool, but. I'm thinking, based on what Andrew said to me, that what if there's a starter set, the booster tile packs, and then a CMF series that comes out right around the same time, which is heavily influenced by the video theme. Yeah. We, well, we've like, had themed, not licensed, but we've had 
themed CMF waves before, like the monsters, like the birthday party one, oh, etc. And they've done they've done the DC superheroes, which is licensed, and they've done Harry Potter and Batman and like all these other ones. So it makes sense for their own IP. Why not take advantage of this thing that you've had for twenty plus series or whatever? I don't know what the CMF series number is up to, but they it's do still- one original one a year at this point, and it's the same number as the year. So series twenty one is just the the one that's out right now. Okay. They do three a year. One is the number of the year, and then the other two are either licensed. Well, they've been licensed. Yeah. So yeah. what but if? It, regardless, it's a fucked on. Like they've done this long yeah. enough that they know it's a viable thing and that they know that even if like the AR component fails, like the action figure sales component part, I think will still succeed. Like people will buy CMFs, especially if they're fun, wacky CMFs. I'll buy them if they're weird figures and I can stick them in a weird dial. Like, fuck yeah. And you know, it's like, You're that's going to make a big for every one of them. You can mishmash, you can swap heads and make your own little dudes. And like, I'm excited about that possibility. The AR bullshit component of it, less so. Like, well, it's not like, for it, you. you. We were talking about the, the Nexonite tiles. So I have basically all of those. I didn't buy the blind packs, but I bought all the sets. And I have. I don't. I'm, so what I don't know. One or two. It's kind of like the Bionicle mask collecting. I don't know how many Nexonite shields were unique to the blind packs versus I know, all the I ones know that came in the who sets. Has, who has literally all of them. Um, he went in on the blind packs and everything. And it's, you know, it's a base plate. It's it's a significant amount of shields. But do like, they feel accomplished? Like, what do you do now? You... you show somebody else your base plate and give them an ear beating about how you bought them all. Uh, (laughs) I think that, I think it it makes a lot of sense and it sounds like a great plan to have the starter set, the app, the booster tile packs and a CMF series. Well, here's the thing. So like dimensions also had a very similar rollout and we all saw how that went. So I think the CMF line is the, the differentiation. Like, if they make silly expensive things, because like dimensions packs, you would get like what one, two figures and three discs for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, like a fucking ridiculous amount of money. I, I, I can't even but I think wrap that, my I head around dimensions MSRP right now because of how much clearance there was. Like the MSRP is such a foreign entity at this point. Oh, well, dude, I mean, I, I only bought them for like literally dollars. Uh, and, and I think a lot of that is wrapped up into making those physical discs with like circuitry patterns and shit. It's way easier just to make a print on a tile and you already do that and you can do it for fucking five cents a piece or whatever. Yeah. It's like, so it's, the CMF thing with like unique tiles makes way more sense. The the Toys to Life thing is is definitely dead. But I don't know. I mean like the the pessimist to me kind of wants it to come out and fail just so I can swoop it up on clearance, but I also like minifigures and shit. So we'll see. I think it has more legs than dimensions. Oh, certainly. I mean, not tying it to a, a dumb proprietary piece of hardware that you have to buy. Like, I don't know, man. 
it's definitely one of those things where it's like everybody has a cell phone every kid has a cell phone i get why lego is sort of like grasping this day relevant in that arena but i'm also like just make cool things that you can build well <laughs> you don't have to have an ar bullshit component that won't be supported and will fail on that topic uh we we are now reached the point in time in the lego ideas fan vote thing that we can talk about it once again we're at the midpoint now so andrew they had 30 themes they were rather diverse if they were they were diverse but there was also a lot of vote splitting subdivisions if you will there's 30 themes seven of them were castle eight of them were space that's 15 out of 30 where those two themes split up doesn't look very good so there you could vote for three per ideas account your registration or whatever so i i didn't vote so i can't complain but yeah everybody else voted pleasure. i i didn't vote i vaguely know about this because i'm in the scene but like clutch is actually giving me the facts of what happened so so they had some live metrics on the site because i've seen all these charts of of the top 10 out of 30. okay and i don't somebody, think people... somebody was brinkalizing uh, I, well, I don't think anyone could have ex- extracted that information if it wasn't presented by ideas. So I'm just surprised they had any sort of live updates while mm-hmm. the votes are coming in or whatever. But the top three, I don't think it's in any particular order because you could vote for three, any three. I don't think you could stack three on one with your vote. That doesn't make sense. But you could vote for one or two or three things. You could just... I guess you could vote for one and then leave, but I'm sure some people did that. Yeah. But yeah. they took the top three vote getting themes, which were in no particular order, Bionicle to no one's surprise, Classic Space, and Pirates. That last one's a bit of a shocker to me. I mean, it's not really because it's like the subdivisions of whatnot and you're like castle well what is is castle, castle went seven ways but pirates only went two ways which nobody wants imperial sets like let's be fucking on front street about that when you think about pirates you're like oh the, the generic sort of good guys who were really the bad guys with the lamest things like elder like fortress is cool outside of that imperials are trash Everything else was about pirates. Like, I would have been it, down with a nice imperial structure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, like, no, not not in the wave of a dedicated fan base that's gonna outvote everything else. I'm really kind of surprised Castle didn't come through, but it's because it was subdivided seven ways. Yeah, so yeah, because there wasn't there wasn't a classic castle. If it'd been classic castle, it would have been classic castle, classic space by all. Wasn't there? It was there? I don't know. You tell me. I, I think there was. I guess so Classic I Castle is not as revered, though. because Classic Castle, castle has... is just the yellow castle and, like, the joust. Yeah, so that's whack, dude. Like, Classic Castle, to me, is the Black Falcons. That was another. That Black Falcons was a theme. I know that. But it's like, do you, do you want Black Falcons? Do you want Lion Knights? Or do you want both? 
Like, it, obviously, that's why Classic Space won. Because Classic Space is the catch-all for, well, I really liked Mtron, and I really liked Unitron, and I really liked fucking Space Police, and I really liked all these other subdivisions. But Classic Space encompasses all of that. Somehow, Classic it, Space had a much longer run than Classic Castle, I would say. Yeah. Well, and there's identity with Classic Space, right? There's like the multicolored dudes and stuff. You think of Classic Castle, my earliest iterations of Castle is Black Falcons and Lion Knights. Like, that's, that's the, you bought, you, if you bought the fucking fig packs, it was that and Enforcement and Wolfpack and like all that shit, which is like, Here's the thing. If I were going to vote, my votes definitely would have been Mtron, Ice Planet, and then probably something wild like Wolfpack. But the the Mtron thing, like, they can't do really modern Mtron because the swallowing magnets thing is a huge deal. So the modern magnets are... The 4x4 four four round? Yeah. Gigantic. Yeah, they're like this size. So, like that doesn't work and like even even like modern ice plant and stuff it's like do i need a modern ice plant set I, like i don't need any of this to be fair like lego can make whatever fucking sets they want classic space fans are making classic space classic castle fans are making classic castle nobody can tell a bionicle fan not to make bionicle shit it's happening, dude. All those things are happening. We don't need products on retail shelves to like make that happen, but it does make you feel good. And they, they're doing the thing that I've talked about this. I think I've talked about this for like the last like three years now. It's like, I feel like I became of a certain age where all the people who make key decisions with these companies are my age and they just know the buttons. They're like, hey, bro. You, you grew up with this. You remember Bionicle? Like, Bionicle speaks to an entire generation younger than me. Just, as hard, me just as hard as, like, you know. And, and like, I'm kind of, I miss the classic space wave. Like, I like classic space, but really, for me, it was, like, the, the Silver Age, the M-Trons, the, the Blacktron 2s, the, the Space Polices, you know, like, that era of classic space is, is my childhood. But, like, just beep, boop, boop. Press the buttons. Here you so go. They, they need a few more days to officially announce the top three. So this was, this was just like a. Um, but we're, it goes, we're still counting votes. But this is what what we think the three top three are. So from here, it goes down to one, and then they make a set, right? Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. So from the so if, if you were to take tenth, a Wall Street bet right now, what's your money on? Classic space. Like, you know, I, I, the Bionicle I, kitties are going to outvote. I do think the Bionicle is going to outvote the other two, but I don't think they're going to uphold the true winner. I do think this is where this is where democracy is going to fail. Like, they should make a classic space fit. And here's the thing: you didn't need to have a dumb, drawn-out fan vote to know that. Like, it's obvious. Well, it's one of the so things the fucking demand is there. Like one of the things I propose is that what if, what if this set, and the theme that it represents is Lego saying, "All right, here it is. It's definitive. Never ask for it again." 
I think yeah, I think it's I think it's the UCS Galaxy Explorer, and it it comes with a bunch of unique figs that you can only get, a bunch of unique prints that you can only get, maybe a unique canopy, maybe they make one of the things. I mean, for Benny's spaceship, they made the the UCS X-wing canopy in uh, you know trans yellow, which is yeah. rad. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like. They they can give you the the fanboy dream, and it's gonna resonate so much harder than we made a Porsche of Technic. Like the the Technic Porsche feels like the we're gonna grab all this money. There's all this money on the table, and then you look over at the next. It, it just like jump cuts to the next room, and it's fucking Scrooge McDuck and. It, Benny's spacesuit, and he's like, "You don't even know, bro. All these motherfuckers will buy classic space." Like, all right, so all Andrew, they put out either a pirates or a classic space set. Let's say it's a hundred plus dollars. Are you buying it? It it really depends. I, so, like I said earlier, contextually, so I bought um, two of the Fortrex, the big Nexo Night set. I didn't buy two of them. I was gifted one of them for doing a thing. And, and they said, you can get a Lego set that's $100 plus. And I went, that's the one. I'll take a second one of those. That's the one. Um, because of that, you know, it's like, easily, give it to me. All, all the, like, big Lego sets I've sort of, like, encountered in, in happen chance, you know? I just fucking roll through, and it's like, oh, you win a raffle. Here's a fucking fisherman's ideas set. Uh, Benny Spaceship. Benny Spaceship was like one that like was one of the few. And I was like, all right, I'm in. I threw down on that. I threw down on the Fortrex. I threw down on the $100 silly NASA city set, but I also had a bunch of money just, you know, burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> um, so, like, today? Maybe. In a future where i have a bunch of money burning in my pocket 100 percent. well this doesn't come 100%. out for a year yeah like you just, you just go andrew here's a hundred dollars or 150 dollars whatever it is just sit tight put this in the thing you can buy that set if you want i'm 100 think there's any chance that they make a classic space set or a pirate set at the 100 plus dollar price point that you're not gonna want oh no no like, here's the thing. Like, they've been so on it. Like, even when they sort of, like, you know, castrate these idea sets, the the sets are still so good. Like, Barracuda Bay. I mean, if you, if you watch the last Bricks and Beer, clearly I have a thing with it. I feel a way. Um, but it's like, man, you know, it's like, like I said, man, they're just pushing the buttons. Dude, I feel the same way about Transformers, about fucking, like, Ninja Turtles, but all this shit from my childhood where they're like, yeah, bro, you you, you want to be a, a real collector? You, you you think you're really hardcore about this? Hold my beer. <laughs> Here it is. And now, granted, I didn't buy a $600 fucking Unicron. I should have. I shouldn't have. I'm glad I didn't. Be like I should have. I'm glad I didn't. But like, you know, it's, it's that man. It's like, 
I don't you gotta know. get one, man. Get that. Get that third party one. Well, yeah, I, I, that makes me feel also better about it. Because number one, I I don't have room for a planet eater. You've been here, dude. This room's full. <laughs> I gotta I gotta make more room for Lego. That's like priority number one. But yeah, man. I mean, like I would definitely throw down on it. It, but it all depends. Like it's. It's such a fine line. Like you can't just give me two exclusive things. You gotta give me some exclusive canopies. Maybe uh, the printed parts are key. The printed parts for Classic Space, because I feel like Classic Space is the one theme. And maybe I'm biased, but like the fan base is the most prolific at making original content. Period. Like. You put you put a new printed classic space slope in. Hundreds of motherfuckers are making new classic space things using that new part instantly, like just because it has the logo printed on. Um, we talked about that dude, this dude, this virus dude. I know motherfuckers who have bought this set just because it has this printed torso with the classic space logo on it, and they're like, "Shit, man, I need more more dudes in my my faction." With the classic space logo, because that's that's how I roll. But yeah, yeah. Hotcakes. It makes sense. So I, I think your your Wall Street bet is right on. I think it will be classic space. I think it's gonna be neck and neck between Bionicle. I feel like if you just take the popular vote, it probably is Bionicle. But fuck those kids. So exactly. Uh, and I, I said it before, my favorite comment I saw on one of the blog posts about this whole thing is that I don't want Bionicle to win, but I hope it does just so Lego has to make all those parts again. Oh, and like, dude, he's so dumb. What do they have? What, what does Lego have in production still that could constitute construction? It's, I mean, like, here's the thing. Make all new molds. But, like, don't make them bionicle molds. That's heartbreaking, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, give me a new canopy. Dude, that's... Okay, here's here's one of the easy ways LEGO gets all of the nerds like me in, right? They go, okay. You've got uh, UCS X-Wing comes with a new canopy. Hotness. UCS uh, Boba Fett. Slave One comes with a new canopy, hotness, like all this stuff, right? It's like, oh shit. And then they just introduce a unique cockpit, windscreen, only comes in the new classic space set. Can't buy it anywhere else. Guarantees that that set fucking escalates in value instantly. Like, this as far as like the circles I run, dudes are like, motherfucker, when is that coming on bricks and pieces? And then if they're smart, they'll be like, yeah, it's not. And then even if it does, I know motherfuckers will be like, well, I bought two. I just I I need to have two two of the campies so that they could do this because you know they match up. <laughs> it's all about this. <laughs> well, uh I think the voting for this the final decision is the third through the tenth of February, something like that. So Give so it a couple kids, weeks, and then if you we'll... you want Bionicle, get on it now. 
I'm not surprised Bionicles made it so far. I'm kind of surprised Pirates made it this far. That one's the weird one to me, dude. Who's voting for Pirates? Like, I love Pirates. I'm not voting for Pirates. I I think it's just the space and the castle votes got so split that all of those factions ranked lower than top dude, three. Is this is this like a Trump Hillary thing? Like, you'd rather vote for Pirates than you would for Bionicles? At this point, like, so what's going to have to happen is either all the pirate fans are going to have to vote for Classic Space no, or all can't. the Classic Space they, fans they, they are going to have to vote for pirates because they no. need to team up. They already got Barracuda Bay. Dude, shut the fuck up. Sit down. You got yours. Like, <laughs> yeah, what do you we want? get, we you get Classic want, Space homages like every oh, year. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers. Yeah, so all the pirate fans are going to have to swallow their pride and vote for Classic Space for the greater good. And number one, what what do you want as a pirate fan? You you want a giant imperial fucking dock thing? You you want a giant ship? A giant ship is never going to fucking meet your expectations, dude. Again, like every person that's a real fan of sailing ships is like, oh, this is trash. These need to be hand knotted one by one in the rigging. And you're like, yeah, that's never gonna happen, bro. No, nobody's giving you that. They, dude, oh, they, okay, okay. This is this is the one way a pirate set becomes fucking like worth a thousand dollars. They give you hand knotted rigging, and it's exclusive to that, and you get one and a half pieces. So you need to buy three of them to have a proper double mastmanship. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, that's where Bricklink comes in handy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's the news. Now we're going to talk about another one of my my excursions. It's the uh, the reason Andrew's on the show is to talk is to is to yeah. laugh at me yeah. traveling the country. And and like usual, Andrew is now going to have Clutch do a solo monologue so he can go get another beer. So hold tight. <laughs> All right, so. In oh, what month was it? Um, I want to say it was right after the Cow Palace, so October or November of 2014. I've got the hotel key cards from every one of these trips for like a three year span, and it's 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 thick. It's like a it's it's like thirty or forty cards, but. We went to Cincinnati to do a show in downtown, and I don't know if you've ever been to Cincinnati, but it's very much a, it, it, there's a lot of banking there. It is a business city with a lot of commuters. No one actually lives there. They all live around Cincinnati, and uh, it's, it's Cincinnati's on the river between Kentucky and Ohio. So I'm sure all the people who work there are from the suburbs of Cincinnati or Kentucky. So it's, it's real dead during the weekends, and the shows are on weekends. We had gone to, I don't know if ticket sales were just not looking good from the jump, but we went out to Cincinnati a week or two early to go canvas the city and 
and get the word out about about Brickfest Live happening. Something that I don't recall us ever doing again. But this is a really early show, so you got to try different things to see what works. So we went out there like two weeks early. You you fly out of Trenton and you fly into uh, Kentucky because the, the Cincinnati airport is Kentucky. And we we went to a lot of Starbucks and anywhere they have like a community bulletin board. And we were putting up information about Brickfest Live. It was, it was really desperate. I think that's how it looked to me doing it. I think the secret reason we went out two weeks early is because uh, the the boss really likes Pearl Jam, and they were playing in Cincinnati. Just so happens when we were there, so I went to Cincinnati. We put up flyers. It, it took a lot for me not to just bust into the Eddie Vedder for a minute. <laughs> we went and saw Pearl Jam. I was the, the only one seated. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I don't, I don't care. Why am I hey, here, man. dude? So, like, speaking of pushing buttons, my my first four cassettes, the first four albums I ever bought were as follows. Metallica, the Black Album. You froze, thinking you're still there. Nirvana, Nevermind. I, I think you froze. Start over. What's okay. Metallica, the Black Album. It's classic. All right. I heard that, yeah. Megadeth, Symphony of Destruction. Nirvana, Nevermind. And Pearl Jam 10. And I was in fourth grade. And you know which one I got to kiss a girl because of? Not Megadeth. It was definitely Pearl Jam. <laughs> I was say, that's a very... Uh, no offense to anyone who likes those bands, but that's a very fourth grade outlook on music. Like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. this is what's on the radio? Let me has it. Yeah, dude. Uh, it, this was pre-BMG but it was right before BMG, you know? It's like, a, are you familiar with BMG? The, the CD mail scam? It was always this thing uh, where, so when I was a kid, it was like you subscribe, right? It was like, it was kind of like a Time Warner, Time Life kind of thing. But they I were feel like, like I know it by a different name, but I, I, I know the concept. Yeah, so it was like, okay, you, you spend $30 and you can get your first 10 CDs for 10 cents each. And then every month we'll charge you $50 and we'll send you two CDs or something. It was like one of those things that my mom signed up for all the time that canceled because we were broke. That's how it worked. But uh, it was like that. You know, you just get, you, you go through the catalog as a kid and you're like, I know this music. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So but, uh, yeah, we Pearl saw Jam. Pearl Jam. So Cincinnati, um, they got chili and they got Pearl Jam. Yeah, well, they don't have Pearl Jam. That they had Pearl. <laughs> they they have they have chili. You know, we, I, I don't. The concert lasted forever. I don't even think there was an opening act. I think it was just like, dude, was it, it was a stadium. <laughs> yeah, it was a stadium. Um, I. I don't remember 
whose stadium it was. But it, it was a indoor stadium, and it just... It went on forever, man. I just don't care about Pearl Jam. <laughs> anyway. Okay. That happened. Um, we ate at a Waffle House, because that's what you do. And then we went home. And then... No chili at the Waffle House? No, no, no chili. We... Uh, that was the preliminary trip to Cincinnati yeah. to, to see how things are going. And uh, we also, we saw the venue, of course, is the, the Duke Energy Convention Center, which we very much decided to personify the brand Duke Energy into a person named Duke Energy. So the, the entire trip was shrouded in who is Duke Energy in fact, I think we we're using the hashtag who is Duke Energy. <laughs> but we we decided we need to figure out who this this mythical man is and what he's done in our heads. But it was all about Duke Energy that weekend. So we flew back out the following weekend to Cincinnati and it was a, a this is the first time we had a venue that was so big that we just kind of draped off part of it where we don't need that much space, but that's how big the room is. Okay. So we use most of it. And how, how I, far into the, the like road trip shenanigans are you like versus the cow palace? Cause the cow palace was like pretty early, right? Yeah, this is our second traveling show. Okay. Okay. Same, so same you're, year, you're still, probably you're still a month. Your legs a bit. It's like a month after the Cow Palace. So everything's it's going bad. up from there. Like it can only get better, right? Yeah, I guess. So we're we're doing this uh, this Cincinnati show. The room was huge. We all got to ride segways. M- mainly, we all rode the same segway. Where the our our liaison for the convention center um was this awkwardly pear-shaped woman who who uh only traveled on a segway throughout this big big ass building it that's fair it's she a huge was, building it was like in the wally universe yeah yeah kind of gotcha. um and one time we we're all there
Can we still do a show? Oh, Is right. it going to work? It's I, working. The internet working. officially dropped. Like, not, not just StreamYard or not the connection. It's like, no, nah, there's no internet right now. Anyway, hey, we're in Cincinnati. We're still there. We're still there. We didn't leave. We didn't leave until it was over. We stayed at... There's this thing about Marriott's. We always stayed at them. So we stayed at one downtown where it was like two blocks from the convention center. And we... We could walk there in the morning, which was nice. Um, they had like breakfast buffet in this room in the lobby, but none of our cards could get us in there. It's like, who are the people who are allowed to eat this breakfast? We're staying at this hotel, but we can't have this breakfast. So I think we got to eat it once. They had... All this George Clooney stuff in the lobby, and we had to Google it. I think he's from Cincinnati, but this hotel decided, you know what the whole decor of the lobby needs to be? George Clooney. Like, I don't know if they asked. They just was, did it, it. was it like dated to like specific movies, or was it just like... No, it was just a... All the pillows on the couches, him? all the pillows on the couches were his face. Wow. Okay. So that's a whole new level. It's like that's like one of those things where like people put like Nicolas Cage's face all over your cubicle because like you know pranks except like real life. Weird. Weird, bro. Uh, so we all got turns riding this Segway because uh, the woman stepped off the Segway and she's like, "You can each have a turn riding the Segway." None of us had ever done the whole like leaning on the Segway and making it go thing, and that was fine, I guess. I think I did it. I forget now if I if I actually wrote it. This was like six years ago. It was it was written. People wrote it. I might have. We. <laughs> this was the first show where we had a like, built-in box office. I think I think this is the first show we had that where the building has this locked room that one of us would have to be in to sell tickets to walk-ups who didn't already have tickets they bought online. So that was just something to note that not all the venues have a room like that, but this one had, I, I don't know, I want to say everything after that also had the room, but this was the first time we're like, oh, look at this. There's a room and we get to put Mark in there and then he gets to lock himself in there and be in there for three days. Dude, I'm all about that. I'm all about that, like, hangover hide from the public life. That's the best. Let me tell you, in my later years or, like, the the last months of this job, I was, like, volunteering for I'll be in that box for three days. Put me in there. I don't even want to. I don't want to walk around. I don't want to do anything else. Put me in the box office box. Dude, so, like, I'm sure the statutes of limitation, not uh, being a bad employee or up, but, like, I used to work at this fish taco restaurant. Uh, it, it shall not be named. It, it rhymes with uh, Ubios. And um, my buddy Hunter and I both worked there in, in high school, and we were we were friends, and we were obsessed with that movie Clerks. So we were kind of, like, you know, trying to be our role models. Uh, <laughs> So he, his name badge said Dante and mine said Randall. How nice. Uh, it, it was great because, like, we definitely got complaints about Dante, but we never got a complaint about Randall. 
surprise, surprise. Uh, but <laughs> Hunter and I had a thing for a bit where we worked it out where it was like, I'm just going to go in the walk-in for a bit. You just go stand in the fucking walk-in freezer for like, you know, it's a refrigerator. It's not a freezer. But for like 15 minutes, you know, like fuck everything. Like, I don't want to work here. It's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to we used to just go hide in the walk-in in, in Dairy Queen for a while and just fucking yeah. eat fistfuls of maraschino cherries. Dude, it's the best. That's the best, man. That's, that's Kids, you're missing out. If you haven't worked fucking slanging terrible food to the general public, it's uh, it's horrible, but it will make you uh, a character. Uh, it will. So, so do that. Do that. Life lesson number one. Um, number two, they're fucking awesome. Because, like, dude, I hate conventions. I hate the public. Back up. I love conventions. I hate the public at conventions. And having that, like, barrier, that safe zone, that makes all the difference. Dude. Yeah. Like This was the first show that we had the long-rented Lego sculptures. that I, I think we rented them all from that, that brick museum in, in Ohio. Where we had the big um, Exo Force red, no, oh, yeah, red yeah, build, and we yeah, had the one, the yeah, the one. Yeah. yeah, that one we had this like, um, this like stick your face through the whole soccer player. I think I think it's still Carter's profile picture in places is him sticking his whole head through the face hole of the soccer player in Cincinnati. Fun facts. Love it. If Love you look it. up Carter on social media and it's it's him going like ah, through through like his whole head. You're supposed to put your face in this hole. He put his whole head in through there sideways. Um that's that was in Cincinnati. Here's the pinchy one for those who don't understand. Yes. This is the pinchy one. Grand Titan. Shit. It was the shit. As Grand Titan, we had a big old front heavy version of that that we were bringing around to shows. What's, what's um, hilarious is like those dudes had to upscale that, right? And like, yeah, fuck yeah, we can make we can make this awesome. We can replicate every detail in the pinchy claw because you know it's like it's like a bionicle two piece. It's like a it's bionicle, but it's not. It's, it's it's textured, but it's got more detail than a regular piece. But it's it's still like it's cool. This is the perfect fusion of bionicle and Lego. Look at all this detail, and you flip that bitch around, and it's just flat plate. Yeah, it's a doesn't matter, doesn't matter how much on the back. Scale that doesn't matter how much fucking added detail you want. Oh, now you can see the tubes. <laughs> um, what else do I remember that? So we this was the first show where we had invited. There's there's a big bricklink store called Brock's Bricks. It's in it's in Tennessee, and I had met Brock at Brick World. Uh, I guess the June before this. Okay. Tell me, tell me about Brock real quick. Like, so Brock came to Brick World to meet me, which 2014, that's like real early for the I want to go meet Clutch. I want to go meet Chris in person. Okay. okay. This, this, it's, it's early for that kind of thing to be happening. How, so he, how old is Brock? Is Brock like an adult or is Brock a kid? Um, He's probably your age. Okay, so so he's adultish, I yeah. guess. I, so, I don't consider myself an adult, but I definitely see people my age that are adult as fuck. So, uh, okay. 
And is Brock like a large, imposing figure? I imagine him just with that name that he's no, like he's not. a fighter character. <laughs> no, he's he's a regular guy. Uh, he's got a really big brickling store. He's got uh, he's got some cool videos, um, like walking through his brickling store. It's it's like a warehouse. It's it's pretty awesome. It's very clean. It's not like mine. Everything's white. Everything's sparkling. Ooh, it's nice. like he's got those those like staircases on wheels like you'd find at Lowe's just like okay. he's got some of them working I'm like oh yeah big business dude we you know what we've talked about forever we meaning like me and my nerdy friends in the you know the old discords and whatnot is like at what point do you just get one of those sliding ladders you know like you're in a fucking old timey library and you need to climb up and down because like the natural thing is like this is kind of wasted space, but yeah. I can't reach this. But if I had a ladder and I could marry Poppins up and down this wall, like, you know, and then at that point, like you're making all kinds of different logistical choices. So <laughs> I, I respect a dude that can do it on the big, like that. Like I, I'll, I'll check out his videos. Brock's bricks. Yeah. So we, 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 like had, scratch. we had hyped this, this event. Like, uh, it was June that I met him, so I think we'd only done one okay. convention, the home show, the initial show, and it was Gangbusters. So hey, we only did one what, so what far. Is, what is he selling just for? At this show? Like, what What did he bring to sell here? Yeah. I don't remember. It might have been box sets. It might have been minifigures. I don't remember. Really, it was too long but ago. It's, it's, not, it's not like bulk brick. It's not like no, brick. I don't. I, yeah. I don't think he went into it like from a brick link standpoint. I think he just went into it from a, I have Lego. Maybe just stuff he didn't part out yet. I don't know. Mm, he okay. had Lego with him. It was fine. He had, he had plenty. The problem was nobody showed up to this show. Oh no. It was a, uh, it was a very poorly attended <laughs> show and it's, we Did had hyped these shows the up so hard. He was traveled from Tennessee to Ohio to do this show. And then it's like, when you when you travel and you do a show and you actually lose money through the whole equation, it's bad. It's bad. We never saw Brock again. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. I'm sorry, yeah. Brock. He didn't it's not my chili. fault. There was no chili. There was no money. Time to go home. There was uh, a there's a homeless guy that snuck in at one point and like took a piss in the corner. You're probably familiar with that kind of thing, right? Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, the homeless people pee outside normally. <laughs> well, apparently, you got to sneak into the Duke Energy Convention Center and take a piss. Maybe, in the maybe he just had a personal vendetta with Duke. Maybe he was on a... It's a Mr. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, Duke. I'm peeing in your corner. And, the, and then the, the cow palace flies flew by and they reported back. <laughs> that uh, I, that I, happened I at one you, point. You, so when you first told me that you wanted to do this like series of stories, I was like, really, like how how interesting can this really be? So far, two for two. I'm glad you say that because I, I don't think I've mentioned anything good about this this story compared to the last story. But I'm glad you. I'm glad you think it's all right. I mean, so far we have a homeless dude peeing in the corner, and you haven't eaten the chili in Cincinnati, and there's no money. So there's this and, big and feud. It completely got betrayed. 
right. So you either get Skyline Chili is the one brand. And damn it, I don't remember the other brand. I'm sorry to all you Cincinnati fucks, but... Is it, is it like a, a brand or like a store thing? Like Kind of both. Like it's They, they are fast food places themselves. Oh, okay. okay. But and then they also sell it. it. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, it it it's a brand of chili that has their own fast food restaurants where they serve that chili. So gotcha. it's gotcha. the other one's like a it's like a name. It's it's somebody's name, not like Skyline Chili. So that's why I don't remember it. But right. there's there's two different chilies and they have two different styles, but overall the Cincinnati chili style is you put it on top of like spaghetti. So it's almost like a it's like a meat sauce. It's like a meat a, sauce yeah, on top of spaghetti, yeah. and they're they're brazen enough to call it chili. So my my only chili knowledge is uh, it's actually pretty deep, right? So I used to work in Burbank in California, which is a part of LA, and there's a restaurant called Chili John's, which has been there since like 1940 something, um, and they they serve chili like a couple of different ways. You can get over pasta, which is spaghetti, or you can get over beans. And I always get over beans because, like, fuck pasta. And then there's a bunch of different ways. And, like, they're a OG place. So I can see that, the, the pasta style. But, like, fuck that. You got to get your chili over rice or beans. That's, like, the way that, that I've always had. The pro move is over Fritos. Oh, yeah. You get is that where you do that thing where you, you put it all in the bag? Yeah, the yeah, bro. Bag? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's actually other, yeah, there's like oh, a... Gold, Gold Star. Sorry, it's not a name. Uh, oh. Skyline and Gold Star are the two chili brands that are... Those, those both sound like old as fuck. Like they could be cowboy animes from the 70s. <laughs> like, uh, dude, uh, so... At this point, if you've hung out with us for like an hour and 15 minutes and just heard me interject random shit throughout the night, and it's been great, go watch Panzer World Galliant. <laughs> fucking greatest mecha anime of all time. It's on YouTube. There'll be a link below. Clutch it's up not feature Gold Star nor Skyline. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. We just... So we never got around to it. It's... You'd like to think that you're going to these cities and you're like, I'm going to check out what this city has to offer. You don't. Yeah, you're working. You're working, dude. Like, you're working and you're sleeping. Mostly working. So I don't remember what... I can't... Honest, eh, no, I can remember one meal. We went to the Hofbrau house uh, across oh, the river. Oh, oh, in, um, I love the Hofbrau house. So we went to that in, in Kentucky. Um, I think it's... Uh, is it Hebron? I don't. I don't remember the the city that is the other side of the river from from Cincinnati in Kentucky. I think it's Hebron, but it might also. Wait, be... Did you get the schnitzel or did you get the chicken? I don't fucking remember. All, all I know is that Chad definitely tried to steal some of the mugs and got caught doing it. So. <laughs> Dude, so I've been to uh, I've been to two Hopra houses. I've been to the one in Vegas, and I've been to the legit one in Germany in Munich. And the, no the, one, the one in Munich is wild because there's it's like outside a living giant turning glockenspiel building. It's like an entire building. There's like a cuckoo clock that fucking turns. 
and then you're getting hammered. Yeah, exactly. And you're drinking giant beers. And there's dudes with these like fucking 15 foot long horns who <laughs> play noise out of them and then also drink a beer through them. And you're like, what's going some, on? All the who's and whoville shit. So yeah, we, uh, yeah. we also Ooh. went to the one in Chicago and we did a show in Chicago and we, we bought mugs from that one. Okay. And like, they make great beer. Like, so I'm, they, I'm a they have, fan. they have bouncers. At the Hofbrau house, whose only job is to make sure that people don't steal these. That's yeah. their only job, and well, they I mean, did their job. It makes sense. Like those are big, expensive, heavy glass things. Like, it's something you want to steal. Oh, yeah. um, here we go. You want to get into the, like the? I didn't expect Chris to talk about this. Talking about Cincinnati. Go to use the restroom in the Hofbrau house and written on the wall in the stall. And uh, I'll preface this by saying this is before I knew it was a meme. It just said Toy Story 2 was okay. Okay. Apparently that was a meme. I didn't know that was a meme, so I am equally as mystified. Okay, so uh, I've, I've got this bad track record of hearing about memes from friends but not knowing that it is a meme i just think oh my friend said something clever and then later finding out that it's just a thing oh and, yeah and my yeah, friend really isn't clever cribbing, cribbing internet culture for for cool points yeah but th- it's not like they were doing it under a guise of like i could be clever if i say this to someone who doesn't know it's a thing they were they were more like you know this right and you were like yeah bro yeah and you were yeah, so I didn't know it was a thing, but it said on the fucking bathroom stall wall, Toy Story 2 is okay. And I don't know if any of us knew. It was a very, it was a, it was an emerging meme, apparently. I don't know if any of us knew it was a thing. It was just the best thing we'd ever seen on the bathroom stall wall in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that was one place we ate. It's coming back to me now. Oh. We got to talk about cheese shoulder. I think we talked about cheese shoulder a little bit last time in a little preview. We went to Waffle House, the same Waffle House that we had gone to right after the Pearl Jam concert. We went to Waffle House. We went back. I think we had had the same waitress. We told her, are you working next weekend? We're going to be back next weekend. She was like 17 years old, living in Kentucky, working at the Waffle House. Fucking bright future. Um. We went back. We were there. We were squad deep. There's like eight of us, and and she was working like she said she would be. And so Waffle House is an interesting layout in that there's no back room kitchen. The kitchen is in the same room. It's all one room. It's just yeah, there's okay. a counter. You can sit at the counter, and behind the counter is like the flat top grill and all that. So all the cooking happens right there. I don't want to say it's like hibachi style because it's not. It's just it's in the same room that you're in. Yeah, as well as in front. They're, they're facing the other direction, so it's not like you're watching it happen. But they're there, and you can see it happening. So I think it must have been some kind of prank that one group of employees is playing on a different group of employees at this Waffle House because right here was a craft single. On the girl, like stuck to her shirt, because I I don't know if you 
you know, wet it or something. You put it on the grill for a half oh. a second. So it was stuck to her uniform. I mean, her it's uniform. plastic to begin with, so. Yeah, it was stuck to her uniform right in a spot where I guess she wouldn't feel it and she couldn't see it at any given time because if she knew there was a craft single on her shoulder, she would have taken it off of her shoulder. You Normal would think. Thing. Normal people. Outside of Kentucky people. So there's a craft single, and that was that was the night we called Cheese Shoulder. <laughs> and um <laughs> we were trying to like sneak photos of this cheese shoulder happening. I think there's pictures somewhere of like of said cheese shoulder. Yeah, because we, we were at like three different tables. So, like, she'd, she'd be at the one table helping whoever's there, and the people two tables over would take a picture. So the picture is, like, some of us, the cheese shoulder, and then some people making faces because of the yeah. cheese shoulder. Well, yeah. Well, as you do. I don't think I have photos of this. I okay. might be able okay. to so, dig them. So that's, that's debatably better than you getting uh, whatever the chili gold star cowboy anime bebop <laughs> Is. <laughs> uh, we, it just never happened. Just like when we went to Pittsburgh and we never got the Pramonti brothers. We didn't, didn't get, get the, the fries on the sandwich. Problem. We didn't get the. Fr- it just it didn't work you, out. It you put the fries on the sandwich. Apparently, if you're if you're from fucking Pittsburgh, you put the fries on the pizza as well. They're they're wild out there, dude. <laughs> you guys and all your East Coast crazy sandwich pizza thing. Hey, Pittsburgh is not East Coast. Yeah. For me, everything is East Coast. <laughs> Right now, right now we are suffering some harsh Soul Cal winter weather. It is sixty and below. And like we are oh, wearing no. socks. Everybody's going crazy. Wow, man. Yeah, dude, it's a uh, storm of the century is supposed to come tomorrow. It's gonna rain. <laughs> I have to uh I bought soda at the store tonight. It's cause I sell I sell canned soda at my store. For when people want to buy it, it's there. So I bought some cases of soda at the at the store tonight. I had to bring them inside because you can't. I can't leave them in my car overnight because they will the explode. They could explode. They might not, but it's better that they don't. That's wild. Yeah, I'm ill prepared for that, dude. Like poorly, poorly insulated. Sad. I, th- I, I think they're they're the the difference between. A person like you who has seasons and a person like me who just has like one continuous hum. It's like I don't have a mental preparedness for when I leave the house. I'm like, oh, I'm just going outside. It's the same as being inside. It's fine. If, if it's cold, I'm probably wearing the hoodie inside. And then I'm going to leave and wear the hoodie outside. That's and interesting. The temperature inside my house is outside. But for you motherfuckers, if you leave, you might just die. <laughs> <laughs> if I, you're, I if, can't cope with that. If you're ill prepared, yeah, it could be yeah, bad. Yeah, the reality is different for you guys than me. So you you go to that. What I go to is I, I don't I've talk, to die, bro. <laughs> I, I talked about it before. How like in Pennsylvania, it the times are changing, but. Like you can't buy alcohol a lot of places. It's just because of the the founders of the state and old old world ways. 
Um, it's definitely changing, but like, I go to I go to Virginia, and there's an entire aisle in Target that's just wine. And then I start thinking, so how does the how does the layout of the store, how does the planogramming change in in Pennsylvania? Like, wh- what became of that space? Because we don't have that aisle; it just doesn't exist. Oh, that's so weird. We definitely have that aisle. But like it, it annoys me because we have a wine aisle and a beer aisle. Uh, I think they're the same. I think they're back to back. So it, it's changing for us, but go back like two years and there is no alcoholic anything in a grocery store. That's crazy, dude. That's so crazy. It's everything it's, it's like, different now. I mean, there there was always liquor stores, which are just, you know, shady because they're liquor stores inherent in their the nature. But then, like, you also have, like, craft liquor stores. We had a bunch of, like, delis. Like, uh, the homies and I were talking about, like, uh, back in the day, I used to be in college, and there was this, like, local deli that had craft beer and shit. But, it like, technically, it's a liquor store. But you make sandwiches and shit. And you're like, oh, man, this is the fucking best. And so, like, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I could ever parse the like regulations that you guys have it's it's a different world it's it's, a different world it's all regulations is exactly what it is because there's beer distributors for beer there's liquor stores for everything that's not beer and that was it and they both have days that they're not open you have to go to both it's like do you have to make a choice and if you're making a choice you're just drinking nothing but like vodka or whatever like what could you take a break? So, so the reason I the reason I bring this up is that um, I think about all of the the seasonal stuff that's sold here, where those products and the space they take doesn't even exist for you. Like, when's the last time you saw a snow shovel ever? Oh, no, I've never seen a snow shovel. Do they sell like jackets? Do you have, like, big old coats? Yeah, but, you know, it's, like, far and few between. Um, Like, I have have a rain jacket, but it's from REI because REI is rad. But REI, like, the the weird thing about Southern California is where I live, like, Clutch has been here. It's it's exactly what you think. It's Disneyland all the time. It's fucking bright, sunny skies, and it's the beach, and it's beautiful, it's like every, like, little fucking sitcom you've ever seen, step by step, when they're running on Santa Monica, that's basically where I live. But, because it's Southern California, you can drive two hours and go to a mountain that literally has snow, and, like, go snowboard, and ski, and do all kinds of shit. So it's like, they do sell stuff for that element of like foul weather stuff but it's not hey you're gonna have to go to it's, work it's not it's not it's, life it, stuff it's, it's it's uh it's it's adventure gear i want to say it's sporting but it's not yeah well no it's it's recreational out what is rei stand for recreational exploration something like it's fucking ice planet dude it's ice planet <laughs> You're, you're so, gonna see so, some shit you're gonna you're gonna be out there so this the stuff is available because they have outdoor excursion well, stores yeah, that are nationwide like we have yeah, rei motherfuckers in malibu want to go to mammoth and be cool and you know it's like 
there's enough access to weather here, but the thing is like normally there is no weather. So it's not it's not like hey, you need this ship for every day where but but you don't have like a pop a section of target that just pops up all of a sudden that's dedicated to rock salt, snow shovels, yeah. space heaters, hot hands. You know what hot hands are? I do, but uh I I've never actually used one or touched one. It's um, just it's this bag of rocks that like you, chemi- you, chemically you, it gets hot. Snap it in half? Kinda. It's like it's like a glow stick but for heat. I imagine I imagine you snap it in half and then you like stick it down your pants and then like cartoon ensues. That's that's just Zach and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that movie, so maybe I'm subconsciously projecting that. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, uh, so, I mean, I've talked about this before, and I guess we're we're at this point in the show where, like, we ran out of news, we, we finished talking about Cincinnati. Was there anything else we needed to talk about Cincinnati? I I don't know. I think the travel was uneventful. I've told you about the Trenton airport or the, the Trenton fucking dirt strip. Like, I mean, want. like, I heard a lot of things about Trenton, and none of them are good. So, it, Well, hey, Trenton know. makes, the world takes. They've got a bridge in Trenton, and that's what it says on the side of the bridge. And big-ass letters as long as the bridge. That Trenton sounds... makes, the world takes. I don't think it's like a uh, like a pessimistic thing. I think it's uh, like... It's a thing of in, pride, right? In, it's a pride thing. Industry but, was there, slash but is that's, there. That's suspect as fuck. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you hear it out of context, it sounds like they're bitter about something. But I think it's a pride thing. Okay, I mean, you know, that's that is what it is. So that's the it's the, that's, it's the capital that, of New Jersey. That's a, a peek into the psyche of what it's like to be in Trenton, and uh, the world's just taken, man. It's a, it's a it's a different it's a different world. It's a different world. But I'm glad I'm glad that these first two stories, number one, I've gotten to be here for, and number two, that both of them have been off the rails, bizarre. So like. <laughs> You know, it's uh, I'm glad they haven't been born because they could have been, but it sounds like you're now getting your sea legs. And maybe the third one. I might maybe, have to bring home my, my, my stack of uh, hotel cards just to remind me of the order of which all these have. Maybe it'll spark some memories because I'm trying to think what the next one was after Cincinnati. And. I'm not sure, so I'll have to consult the key cards. Because I want to give you some kind of preview of where we went next. Tune in next time. Yeah. So I can't remember where it was. The key cards will, will spark some memories, I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, we'll figure it out. But uh, in between now and then, you know. We can, we can talk about some... Uh, Go vote for Classic Space. Some nonsense, yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly, vote for Pirates, dude. Rock the boat. Literally rock the boat. Ro- vote for Pirates. It's it's like throwing your vote away. It, it is. I was going to ask you, don't you think that's throwing your vote away? Like, it's clearly the third choice. The, the yeah, third place is going to be Pirates, so why even vote for here's, it? Here's the thing, dude. Do you want four years of Bionicle? It's not four <laughs> years. It's one set. Can you stomach another wave of Bionicle? 
The thing is, like, dude, even if they made the Bionicle boys, like, fucking wet dream ultimate UCS Bionicle set comes with a billion masks or what, I don't even know, whatever the fuck they want. Fine. Fine. Good. Make a thousand dollar Bionicle set. Have it come with fucking 1,500 masks. Like, (laughs) dude, it's just, that's it. It's just a box. You open it up. It's just a fucking. I think I said said last time it's going to be that like big cheese ball bucket. Because remember when they sold the 400 and the 500 piece Bionicle like pretzel bucket? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I ever saw one in person, but they're all over BrickLink. And it's just do one of those and be like, here you go. Bionicle, whatever. Dude, I mean, like, here's the thing. If that's what the Bionicle fanboys want. More power to them, that's, dude. That's, here's the problem: is that they're never gonna buy it. Here, here's the thing, dude. I don't give a fuck. No, it doesn't. You're gonna matter. make one of these three sets. It could be the one. It, actually, out of the three, it could be two or three. They they already got me with Barracuda Bay, but you saw how that worked out, dude. So like, it's fine. I'm I'm fine on that. But like, they maybe. Maybe they twist the the key and press the right buttons. Would you want more moon base or more spaceship if it was classic space? Holy fuck, dude. What if they come out with a new crater plate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. I was clicking. I was clicking. I knew 